what's up, everyone? This is the One Question Podcast, where each week we ask some of life's most dis- difficult questions, and we hope we come up with an answer for that uh, through the lens of Jesus. So I'm with my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, guys. And Pastor Kerry. Thanks what's for joining up, us. guys? You forgot to introduce yourself. Who are oh, you? Oh, I'm David. I'm David. I'm David. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm David. And, uh, you know, the idea of this is that when we ask this one question, then more questions will follow and it'll help us grow in our understanding and knowledge and faith. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, wherever you're at in your walk with Jesus, whether you've been walking with Jesus a long time or just kind of know the name and think it's some weird kind of cultish thing, Mm -hmm. you know, we are happier here. And we just really hope that as we dive into these questions and kind of embrace questions rather than run away from them that we'll all you know be able to take a step forward in our understanding and hopefully our love of God yeah absolutely and maybe you're on the podcast today and uh, you've got a friend who maybe is not quite there in a relationship with God or with Jesus yet we want to encourage you these are great opportunities for you to send this to them Mm -hmm. uh, let them interact a little bit and maybe they've even got some questions we'd love to hear questions that you have or maybe your friends have yeah we have an email set up one question at beachchurchjacks.com where you can send those questions in i know we have a ton of questions but we'd love to hear from you guys you know this podcast is for you that's why we're doing it that's why we're here yep so without further ado let's jump in today's question how do i know god is speaking to me Mm. wow real quick you're breathing (laughs) <laughs> me if you're breathing oh i thought you said i was breathing too far in the no i was like i can sit back no yeah i have your bad breath over here just i was just thinking i'm kind of if fat you're breathing like, <laughs> you can rest assured god is talking to you that mm-hmm. that would be the quick answer here uh god desires relationship with us and a big part of relationship is communication, right? He wants to talk to us. I would say us. that's a small, and, important part yeah, of it. <laughs> yeah. He wants to talk to us. He wants us to talk to him. So how do I know God is speaking to me? Like, if you are alive and have breath in your lungs, your heavenly father wants relationship and connection with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so talk to me a little bit more about that. So, you know, God is talking to all of us. Yes. But mm-hmm. how do I know God's voice? You know, when I'm, I'm deciding, I'm making decisions, you know, I don't often hear this audible, okay, turn right or turn left or take this job or date this person, you know, like, Mm -hmm. how do I know it's God's voice? How do you know it's God's voice? Great question. Well, first off, God has been speaking from the beginning of time. He speaks creation into existence. Mm -hmm. He's speaking to his people in relationship with them. And so we look at this in the terms of God has spoken He is currently speaking and he will speak again. And so to break that down, he has spoken. We have his written word, uh, which we understand the word of God, the Bible, is revelation. That's what that is. It is God speaking to us. And there is a historicity to that. So there's a, here's what he said to certain people at a certain time. But as we've shared on this podcast before from the book of Hebrews, the word of God is alive and active. 
And that means that it speaks to us still today. So even though it might have been to a certain person or certain people in history, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God can speak to us now in, mm-hmm. in our times right now. And so uh, you can find those passages of Scripture that as I read them through the lens of faith and through believing that the Holy Spirit's going to speak to me, they do. He speaks to me. I hear him say, oh, this is true about you. Or uh, sometimes they reveal things about me that I don't want to see about myself necessarily. <laughs> um, but but God speaks through his word specifically. And so one of the things you can always rest assured is that if something else outside of God's word comes at you that is contrary to his word, that's not him speaking to us. And so sometimes you hear, oh, I heard an audible voice and it told me to go murder XYZ person. Well, <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but I kind of want to laugh. Yeah, is, that the, is that the crusade? <laughs> that, kind of, yeah. There's that sense yeah. of, okay, well, does this align with God's word? Well, no, that's not going to align with God's word. So I, I wouldn't necessarily go down following whatever voice that was that you think that you heard. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, that seems really complicated in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> like we have to read I the Bible. I think it's simple. Just don't kill people. Yeah. No, not that part. Not that far. Uh, we have to read the word. We have to interpret it. And so many people get so many different interpretations. Yeah. Yeah. And then in addition to that, we then have to listen to sort of like this other voice that's coming at us. Why doesn't God just talk to us? Why doesn't he say, hey, David? Don't do that, dummy. Like, you know, like. <laughs> I don't think God would call you dummy, first of all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. <laughs> From an identity standpoint, go oh, back fully. to last week's podcast. That, that's yeah. the same voice that's telling you to kill people. Yeah. You're dummy. <laughs> all right, say the question again. Sorry, <laughs> help, me, help me understand. So, so why doesn't God just say, like, mm-hmm. hey, Carrie, this is God. Mm-hmm. I want you to want do you to this. Do versus, like. I, I, and I, I agree with you. I think that we can find so much truth in the word and we can find so much knowledge and so much just great insight of how to live a life. Mm-hmm. Even if you're even if you're not a Jesus follower, if you go and follow some of Jesus' teachings, sure. you're not going to live an awful life. I mean, right. You're going to live a good life. But mm-hmm. the idea is that why doesn't God just say like, hey, I'm real. Listen to me speak. Yeah, so I think there, I, I would answer that there are two parts of that. One part is I think he has spoken through his word and, and through especially Jesus' teachings and the writings in the New Testament. We see how to interact with people, how to interact with life, how to interact with God. And so when Jesus says, love one another, that is a declarative that could be an answer to many questions that we may have at different points in life, right? So so to me, there is an answer there in him speaking directly. The other part of uh, the way I would answer that is God is a respecter of persons in the sense of giving us free will to live our lives. He's not puppet master up there saying, oh, David has to turn left on this road right now or turn right on this road right now. Like he he wants, he's created life for us to enjoy. Life is not just some robotic thing and it has to happen. It's to be enjoyed. I think sometimes we miss that. I think, think sometimes we think God is trying to take joy out of life. It's quite the opposite. He's trying to maximize our joy 
in life. He just happens to understand what true joy is since he is the creator of it. Um, and, And so he's going to give us that opportunity to make our own decisions and that opportunity to choose multiple different paths that we might take. So it's, what you're saying is it's not a spiritual GPS, it's, it's a relationship. Is that what we're yeah, getting at? Yeah, for sure. That's wow, a great that's a way quote. to say that. Yeah. David. Not a spiritual there. GPS, but a relationship. I'm going to book that. title. <laughs> book title. Ooh, I like um, that. So, so, Pastor Kerry, what I'm hearing you say is, is really the main way that we hear God speaking is through his word. Through his word. I think we also hear God speaking through other Christians, mm-hmm. for sure. I think when we're in c- close relationship with other Christians, uh, God certainly can use them to speak into our lives, to God and to direct. I I think through the spoken word, uh, Paul, the apostle, talks about this in the New Testament. He talks about uh, how can people come to know who Jesus is if no one preaches the word, right? So preaching is important uh, through worship, through being in Bible study together, right? There, there are multiple ways that God can speak to us. You, you've probably had that moment in your life. Maybe you're uh, even listening to the podcast and you say, man, I've had that moment in my life where I just had this overwhelming sense of God's presence in my life. E- even if you don't follow Jesus, you may say, man, that I've just, there's something else out there and and there's that sense i believe uh of especially with the holy spirit leaning in to us of that revelation that comes because that's what that is that's revelation coming to us so that kind of goes into the question that i I just thought of is if i'm not questions you just think i know (laughs) know, (laughs) sorry uh (laughs) if i'm if i'm not a jesus follower Mm -hmm. and i feel a pull or I feel a, you know, just something different mm-hmm. in my life. Right. But maybe I'm spiritually curious. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've thought about God, but not sure how I feel about the whole thing mm-hmm. or like, can God talk to me if I'm not a Christian? That's interesting. You know, like, mm-hmm. I absolutely think so. It actually brings me to one of my favorite passages in scripture, and I had written it down. I was like, oh, I hope we get to this somewhere (laughs) in here. Uh, But 1 Samuel chapter 3. So this is an Old Testament passage of scripture, and Samuel, uh, real quick story, his mom is barren. She can't have kids. Uh, She prays to God. He delivers the son. She says, hey, I'm going to dedicate him to the Lord's service. So she takes, and after he's weaned, uh, she drops him off at the temple. And Eli, then, who is the priest, he takes kind of custody of Samuel. And so, uh, which, by the way, parents, please don't do that here at Beach Church. <laughs> Disclaimer, we do not approve yeah. dropping people we'll, off here. We'll take your kids at Beach Kids and help them a little bit, but we're giving them back. Um, right back. Side note. All right. up on candy. Right. Side note, <laughs> side note. But uh, what happens with Samuel, he then grows up. He grows up um, in the tabernacle and with Eli, who is the priest, and, and they're doing the things of God. Eli is ministering to the people, doing all the priestly rituals, all of that. Eli is in communication with God. But one of the things that happens in this particular passage is it starts out by saying the, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was a corruption of the people that was preventing them from connecting to God, not God 
wanting to connect to the people, but the people from connecting to them. And so no one had really heard the voice of the Lord for a while here. And one night, Samuel, he's a teenager, he's asleep next to the Ark of the Covenant uh, in kind of the tabernacle setting here. And so if you've ever seen Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Right. That's what that looked like. They actually made that based off of scripture. Um, So he's sleeping here. He's around the things of God, all of this. If you looked at him, you would say, here's Samuel. He knows God, right? God comes and speaks to him at night and he wakes up and he runs into Eli and he says, Hey, I'm here. You called me. And Eli's an old man at this time. And and he kind of wakes up. He's like, what are you talking about, kid? Like you're crazy. Go back to bed. Same thing happens, runs in. Eli sends him back. Third time it happens. And Eli realizes, Oh, God's speaking to him. God is speaking to Samuel, who has never heard the voice of the Lord before. And so to your point and your question there, David, can someone who has never heard the voice of God, who has never had a relationship with God, is he speaking to them or can he speak? Yes, absolutely. And here's what I would say if you're in that position. uh, You've got to do what Samuel did. Eli gave him a very specific instruction that I think is pertinent to all of us listening. If you're in that place, you're tr- you need to hear from God, right? He says to him, go back, lay down. If the voice calls again, you say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Mm. And I think sometimes when we are trying to hear a word from God, we're trying to hear his voice, sometimes what gets in the way is my voice trying to tell God about all the things I need and how he should do it. Yep. Whereas what he's looking for from me is, can you just be silent long enough for me to speak to you? Right? Can you be positioned and submitted in, in a way that says, hey, I'm going to now speak. And, and so that to me is something, man, uh, God gave me that revelation as I read this passage years and years and years ago. And it's something that I practice to this day uh, is when I go to pray and when I get in that place, I'll say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Mm, that's great. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I I love it because I think that a lot of times, maybe even unknowingly or subconsciously, when we pray, we're waiting for God to say what we expect him to say. Oh, yeah. And we are waiting for him to agree with us. Because of just who we are and how we're how we're wired in our in our brokenness, mm-hmm. but but what if we were to go into our prayers with that whole mindset of speak for your servant is listening, yeah. like just totally mm-hmm. open handed? Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. So so going back almost to scripture where we kind of started of that being, I know we talked about several ways God can speak to us in mm-hmm. community, in, in worship and in dreams. Yeah. Um, but with the Bible being just such a specific chock full way of, of God's words all there, what would you say to someone who's listening? Who's like, I want to hear the word of God. I randomly open my Bible and look at a verse and I don't know what it means. Like how, how do I read the Bible for all it's worth? Yeah. 
which that's, may be a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother five podcasts right there. Um, that's why I do think it's important to be in community. Uh, so if you're trying to read the Bible for the first time on your own, uh, having at least one other person that maybe you can talk that through with, someone that's maybe a little further along in the journey than you. I've had numerous friends over the years um, who they've either been atheists or agnostic. Uh, they're kind of on the periphery. They're becoming kind of spiritually curious. So they, they've started to kind of pick up the Bible, and they just need some help contextualizing and understanding the bigger picture of what's going on. I mean, the Bible is a big book, right? There are a lot <laughs> of words that God has spoken. Um, and so I think about it with any type of discipline, like a doctor doesn't start medical school and first day of medical school uh, be able to be an orthopedic surgeon who does a ACL knee repair. It's very comforting. Right, right. <laughs> what happened? They they had to spend time reading, learning, understanding, hearing from those who had gone before, mm -hmm, yeah. hearing from those who had experience. And, and I think uh, in a very similar way is our faith journey. We've got to be on the journey with other people. We've. This is why... God instituted the church. The church exists for people to be able to journey in faith together towards a relationship with Jesus. And it's one of the things I love about our church, about Beach Church. We talk about you are welcome to be a part of the community and belong to our church without having to believe anything that we believe. Absolutely. We try and create a safe space for people to explore. And, and I've had friends in our church at Beach Church. They they belonged to our community for five years before they wow. ever took a step to believe what we believed. And why? Because they had questions and they needed space to get those questions answered. They needed time to hear God's voice and, and to understand what it was he was saying to them and to understand what his voice sounded like. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I know. I love that verse in John ten twenty seven. He says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I think that's so important because it's like, how do you get to know someone's voice? Like when someone calls you on the phone and it's like, oh, I recognize that voice. It's my, you know, it's my husband because he calls me all the time. Like I spend so much time with him. Yeah. So I've learned to know his voice. And right. I think in the same way, like if we only go to God when we need direction or we need something in our lives, like we're not going to really get to know his voice like yep. the way we get to know his voice is day by day time with him and then when it comes to those big decisions it's sure. so easy to differentiate his voice from yep. my voice from the world's voice it makes so much sense yeah. yeah um in that same line of thinking mm -hmm. i know we were talking about community and and really understanding god's word through community and, and we're going into the bible and we may have questions what if we know someone that we really want God to speak to, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily a believer or they're not mm -hmm. necessarily, I know you kind of hit on this a little bit about like, how does somebody start reading the Bible? What if it's not even on their radar to, to start, start reading, reading the, the Bible? Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, it's our role to, to help reach people. Right. And yeah. so how do we approach that subject with them and say, there's this really great 
verse? Like, I need, is it just us being more comfortable with the word ourselves and then feeling equipped to do that? I think some of it. I think um, we've been having this internal conversation uh, as a church about people who aren't interested in God. How how do you help them become interested in God? Uh, and, and a couple of things we've talked about. One is just being interested in them. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like, like Stop trying to push our agenda. But right. Just, just be interested in them, I, I think, is one of those ways. I think another way, though, is when we um, are experiencing God work and move in our own lives, we have something to share with them. True. But if I'm not in God's word and hearing him speak actively in my life today, I don't have anything fresh to share with them. And so I think of it uh, in terms of like bread. If I'm sharing with you bread that's a year old, man, that's crusty. Thanks. That's right. It's hard. (laughs) It's gross. But if I'm sharing with you fresh bread that just got baked, it's like, oh, like, you know, you get bread and it's like fresh out of the oven and it's warm mm. and it's like, it's like, oh, that's inviting. When I share with people about what God's actively doing in my life, I think that's a lot different than sharing just about, oh, here's what you should do because it's the Bible. Yeah. And we're actually this weekend going to be starting a new series at our church um, called Everyone Has One. And so that's kind of our our strategy for reaching out to new people. Um, And we break it down into we pray for them, Mm -hmm. we invest in them and we invite them. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, what Pastor Kerry was kind of touching on, it's it's being interested in them, Mm -hmm. um, not to see them as a project of we've got to move them from here to there because their lives are horrible and our lives are awesome. Mm -hmm. But just this sense of like, caring for people and and meeting them where they're at and in and I think some easy ways like I think sometimes we can so overcomplicate it like how do I go to someone and say have you heard about your Lord and Savior Jesus yeah. Christ versus <laughs> you know when they ask you you know hey how's your day going you know it was really hard but um you know I found peace when I started yeah. praying yeah and it can be as simple as that it doesn't have to be anything more yeah well and something that I often come back to with that is when people who don't have a relationship with Jesus I believe when they see the fruit of the Holy Spirit born out in our lives that's appealing Think Mm -hmm. about COVID and and the whole, you know, especially the first couple months of COVID. I had friends who were freaked out of their minds about it, but, but I had a peace Uh, and Kimberly, my wife, she had a peace and they would literally ask, how can you have peace right now? Guess what that opened the door for, Right. right? I could. And so what happened, they saw the fruit of the Holy Spirit demonstrated in our lives. In not such because a way. you guys were perfect. Not because we were perfect, but simply because we were submitted to the Holy Spirit. We had allowed him to produce that fruit in our lives. And that's appealing. You know, we talk about this uh, on a number of our other episodes already, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Every person that I know that I've interacted with on the planet would say, yeah, I'd like more of those in my life. Totally. And that's what the Holy Spirit promises as we draw into God's word, as we draw into knowing the voice of God, we get access to those things. Yeah. And as we wrap up, you know, I think it is really important just for this bottom line for us to realize that, you know, hearing God's voice, like we can know God's voice the more we spend time with him, but also we can trust God's yeah. voice the more we spend
Yeah. And I love, I love that you pulled in that passage from John, like the, the sheep hear the shepherd's voice and they know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's through time, right? That, that's through that leaning in, that intentionality of wanting to hear it and, and learning that voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Well, you guys, thanks for joining us for episode five of the One Question Podcast. Like we talked about earlier, we're going to be starting a new series this Sunday, and we would love for you guys to join us potentially at Peace Church for Everyone Has One and just lean into what it means to not only hear God's voice, but bring that voice into other people's lives in your life. So be sure to join us this Sunday. If not, we'll catch you next week on the One Question Podcast. Thanks, guys.